Well, I don't feel much differently about it than I did before the weekend. Uh, the Western University mandates for boosters and masks make no sense to me. And they make no sense to anybody that we put on the air and to talk about it from an epidemiology perspective or an infectious diseases perspective or an education perspective. We use the phrase, make it make sense a lot these days. So someone will have to do that for me here. I can't make it make sense. I can't figure out why 22 schools are going one way and this school, my alma mater, is going the other way. More conversation and voices from the rally in this segment right here. Look, I'm a uh, I'm an alumnus. I almost said the word proud. And there's a lot. I mean, the slogan at Western is always uh, purple and proud. Um, and I love the color purple. And uh, and I loved the university. And if you told me that my kids would choose to go to Western two years and four years from now, respectively, unless they have some weird gap year and get all strung out and go to Europe backpacking. That was something people people do more now, I think, than they used to. Then I'd be I'd be I would have been OK with that two weeks ago. Um, Western is uh, is a little bit on my list right now. They're a little bit on my list. I think they've got this terribly wrong. I think this goes against science. Uh, and I know there was a protest over the weekend. Here's what I worry about. I'm going to play a clip, a couple of clips from the protests themselves. But here's what I worry about. A legitimate discussion, a conversation about uh, about the students and their risk factor, their ability or lack thereof to prevent transmission, which I think we're I just think we've all had enough kitchen table conversations uh, restaurant conversations, conversations when we're playing golf, meeting somebody on a patio, wherever, whatever we're doing in Toronto. I think we've had enough conversations to recognize this. The vaccines, as they're intended right now, Pfizer, Moderna, you, you take your pick. They are designed right now. Why, why would you go from a second to a third shot, a third shot to a fourth shot? To prevent severity of illness. To prevent severity of illness, that's why you would do that. Nobody is taking that extra shot right now, I don't think, to prevent transmission or infection. I was saying over the weekend how it was amazing. There used to be like a news story and it'd be like, guess what? Somebody in this land of the world, it's this faraway place, got COVID a second time. And you'd be like, what? How? What? Wait a minute. And you realize how naive we were about what we knew about the virus back then. But now, this Western mandate, I think, I worry that it got a little co-opted over the weekend. I worry that it there were people there legitimately protesting. You're going to hear from a, from a couple of these kids. I call them kids. They're men. They're women. They get to vote. They can drive. They can drink. So I, I also w- want to give them the um, dignity of their own privacy with regard to their medical records and their bodily autonomy as well, which is a conversation that we're having more than we were a year ago. I was not willing to engage in that conversation a year ago because the vaccines did a much, 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 much better job in preventing infection and spread. And they damn well don't now. And we damn well know this. Here's Dr. Zane Chagla talking to Ian Hannah Mansing, talking about also something that is Well, new to some people, not new to others. And if you're raising boys in your household who are teenagers or young adults, you already probably did your own work and saw that this was the case. But he talks about it and we're having these conversations finally. Vaccines are incredibly safe, but there is side effects, you know, particularly in 18 to 25 year olds. 
in men, that is the highest described risk group of myocarditis. Now, it's not a high risk. It's about one in 9,000 to one in 16,000 on the booster dose based on some Israeli data. But again, you know, if you have a young man who has two doses of vaccine plus an, a prior infection, who is no different than having three doses of vaccine, you know, and now you're asking them to take an extra risk on top of that, you know, we do have to think about that. Add to that, you know, as public health, we're going to need people on our side. We have other diseases that are circulating, like meningococcus in Toronto. We'll need people uh, when things happen, and we'll need people's trust when things happen. The more we push people away, the less likely they're going to come back. Did you see the study over the weekend? How far public health trust has dropped? How less? How much less confidence there is in terms of what you'll hear from public health? 66% say they're not confident on some level, either not at all or a little bit less confident. Uh, those people aren't all a bunch of nutcases. Those people aren't a bunch of people that wander around wearing tinfoil hats and scream about the World Economic Forum. They're not, and you know they're not. So, look, the variants have reduced the vaccine efficacy. I wish they hadn't, but they did. And what's weird in the question to ask is what makes Western unique that's not happening at Laurier, at Waterloo, at U of T, at Mac. And you know and I know what we're hearing from parents and what I'm hearing from parents is they were hoping there's not going to be some kind of a domino effect here. They're hoping that the health measures implemented by Western, which I can't find somebody credible that says they make complete sense to me. Let's roll with it. And what's missing is that they're not at the other 22 universities in the province. Like if I found people that actually said that, I'd, I'd listen. I'd, I'd be open to debate. I'd be, oh, I got an open mind about this stuff. You know this. You listen to the show. You get how open-minded I am. Maybe to a fault. Here's Hannah Salomon Veg. She says she organized the protest over the weekend and she notes the timing of the announcements. It's kind of links with last year. Once the university's got your money, they make these particular announcements, and she's not wrong. Last year, Western announced the mandate after we pay tuition, and they've done the same thing this year as well. But this time around, there's a lot of students who've said, no, enough is enough, and we hope Western's going to remove their mandate. Kendra Hancock is a graduate student who documents the fact that she loves the school. This isn't like, again, these aren't uh, anti-government, anti anti-university operatives these are real people who want to pay their tuition go to school they know what it is you get in it's joyous you're supposed to enjoy your four years and they've had two and a half years of back-breaking back-breaking restrictions some of which at the time were necessary and some of which look very very arbitrary right now and nonsensical here's what kendra says and it's hard because we love the community. We love Western. We chose it for a reason. You know, we have some great professors. Um, but I won't lie in saying that it's been tough. A lot of the students we've heard from who um, maybe went through an exemption process, process last year or who were ousted because of their status last year, it's heartbreaking. We're asking five-year-olds, and we've been doing it, to take care of 55-year-olds. We're asking 19-year-olds to take care of 79-year-olds. I don't know when it stops. I don't know where it's stopped, but this is the now. By the way, remember last year, masking and vaccination requirements were in place. We were told that that would be there to protect the healthcare system. Fast forward a year later, how's that healthcare system doing right now? What? It's on the verge of collapse, you say? How strange. 
that must mean we have to have real conversations about where we're going, how we got here, and what we're going to do. But doing the same thing and acting like the COVID rules are September of 2020 make no sense to me. And I'll bet you, you know, a little bit of money, a little bit of money. Breakfast, you want to put breakfast on the line? That the healthcare collapse isn't a bunch of double vaccinated young university students being admitted en masse to hospital because of severe COVID. You don't have to have a degree in medicine, science, philosophy, political science, anything to uh, to understand that. And you wouldn't take that wager on your worst day, let alone your best day.